Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help Ags improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! We got a little story for you, Ags. Otis McGregor, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1987, served his country in the military, mostly as an elite member of the U.S. Army Special Forces, now serves entrepreneurs as the principal of Tribe and Purpose, a leadership coaching firm that is dedicated to building a legacy of leaders. So pass it back and listen up to Otis as he shares some good bowl. Welcome back, Ags. We have got a treat for you today on Aggie Growth Hacks. Uh, Otis McGregor, thank you so much for joining us. Um, really have have kind of dug into one listening to your podcast and and kind of understanding uh, who your tribe is and who you really focus. But thanks, Otis, so much for joining us today, and we appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Hey, great to be here, guys. I appreciate the the opportunity. Myself, always great to hang out with some fellow Aggies, chat. Yeah. Well, speaking about Aggies and thinking about what has kind of bound us all together, Otis, what do you miss about being a student at AM? I mean, ain't the studying. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, you know, uh, I think it's the howdy. I, I think that small little word does more to bring everybody on that campus together than than you realize until you till you walk away and you know, I, I, it's something I push here with with my clients, my friends. In fact, I was talking with some guys about it this morning, just saying hi, just smiling, nodding to people. Now that's just a habit ingrained in us in Aggie land. And and I hope I hope everybody is taking it beyond graduation because it just does the world a wonderful thing just in that little bit of recognizing there's another human being walking by you. Yeah, I love that. And by the way, let our audience know exactly where here is, right? You said here, and it's obviously not in Aggie land, right? Where is here for you? Yep. I, I, uh, I live in Colorado Springs. Uh, you know, I, nice. I, my wife and I, we both grew up in Fort Worth. The Army sent us here several years ago, and we decided, we, we finally figured out that we live in Colorado, but we call Texas home. That's, uh-huh. you know, I've got, if I could bring my legs up, you'd see my boots are on. You can see I've got the hat on. So, yep, Texas is still home for me. You, you can take the guy out of out of Texas. You just can't take Texas out of the guy, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yep. 100%. All right. Love it. All right. So tell us a little bit about uh, Tribe and Purpose and uh, let us know, you know, what is it all about? What, what do you, how did you get into doing that? Uh, and what is it that you do? Yeah, well, what we do is we help people find clarity and resolve in their purpose. And what that means is, you know, you go through the motions in life and that's just reaction mode. And you never feel like you get caught up. You can never feel like you get there. But if when you walk towards your purpose and you have that feeling of fulfillment and you live life with intention, it is so much more satisfying. You make so much more of an impact on the people around you. And in on yourself and how much happier you are. I mean, it's hard to put a measurement on it, but I can tell you this as a business leader, when you lead with purpose and your team is bought into your purpose, they are going to operate at the highest level that they possibly can because they believe in that outcome and they're excited 
just as excited as you are instead of just showing up and collecting a paycheck. And then when somebody offers them $5 more an hour, they're gone in a heartbeat. Get people in your team bought into who you are and who your purpose is and lead them to that success. That's, that's what we're all about and doing it, doing it with business leaders and, and doing it in small groups too. And I think that's a, that's a key element that we love to do about here at Tribe and Purpose is it's not just, it's not just one-on-one coaching. Uh, it's not me standing up, lecturing, webinars and things like that. It is a facilitated small group where you're getting the most out of not just learning my experiences, me sharing and me helping, but the rest of the team, the power of that small group, you know, the seven or eight other people whose ideas and thoughts are there to support you and help you. All right, Otis, let's, let's unpack. There's so much in that that <laughs> I've got like... 30 questions already written down. Um, but let, let, let's start, let's start back at the beginning. Mm. So how, how did you get into this? Because I mean, just, I hear in your voice that enabling individuals to have their purpose is your purpose or, or something. So, so maybe let's start very with close. that. What is your purpose? Very close, very close. <laughs> well, my purpose is to create a legacy of leaders because leaders create great leaders, create great organizations. And when we have great organizations around the communities, guess what? The communities get better. And when we have better communities around the world, we're going to have a better world. So that drives me. That's my, I want to help people become better leaders so that they can have better organizations and those better organizations. Just think about it, that those teams, those businesses, those organizations that work together and they're, they're high quality. Think of the effect that it has just in the neighborhood and the community that they're in the quality of people and what they do and how they give back and the effect that has on the larger picture of, of our world. So that's my legacy. And that's, that's my purpose. That's what drives me. So how did you get into developing? You know, I mean, you obviously saw a need and then you said, I can help that need. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll give you the, the reader's digest version of it. I, you know, I spent 25 years in the army, most of it in green as a green beret retired, knew that I needed a job. And that's what I did. I just got jobs for seven years, wandering the job desert. One summer afternoon, uh, sitting here in my home office, feeling sorry for myself, started to wonder who I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to be doing. And as I reflected back on my life since I'd left the Army, I realized that only two things in my life had been consistent since taking the uniform off. My family and boys high school rugby. Right after I retired from the army, I started coaching rugby. And I looked at that and I was like, why, why was that? Why has that been around all this time? But yet all these great companies I'd worked for, I never lasted past 12 months. So as I looked at it, I said, well, there's, there's three big pieces to that boys high school rugby. The game of rugby, love it. You can see the rugby ball on my shelf there from the World Cup a couple of years ago. The boys, 35 extra sons for my wife and I, who's also class 87. And and then what I realized was it was being their coach, being the guy that held them accountable for doing what they should be, say they doing what they say they're going to do, teaching and guiding them to do more than they think they could. And that's when I realized that's that's who I am. That as, as I reflected back on it even more, I realized when I was in special ops world, the Green Beret world, that's how I led. I coached, mentored and guided my team the guys on my team, the guys that worked for me in various capacities so that they could have more success. So I turned that into my business. And that's what we're doing with Tribe and Purpose is, is I share all that experience 
as a Green Beret in business and life and help people live with intention and pursue their purpose so that they can, man, it's just, you know, it's a heck of a lot more fun because I've been there, done that, where it was reaction mode. You know, the only thing I knew that was what time my alarm was set, set in the morning and how long it would take me to get to the office. I didn't know what I was going to do until I showed up and started opening my computer and started reacting to things. Not a whole lot of fun. Not, not a lot not of a satisfaction lot of in that either. Interesting. So how did that start then? Then like when, what was your first step and, and, and what did you end up doing? Like, like when you decided this is my purpose this is what I'm going to do with, with the rest of my life. Right. And, and what was that next step? What was that first step that you took? First step I took was I started talking to my network, honestly. And this is something like one one of the things I just I, I got to give a shout out to a couple of my veteran nonprofits that I support, uh, the Commit Foundation and the Honor Foundation, helping guys and gals transition out of active duty service. I, I volunteer coach for them. And one of the things I, I talk to them about and they, we all talk about is, is having a thousand cups of coffee, building your network and learning about what's out there. I didn't know that at the time. Uh, but that was literally what I did. I was like, well, this must be what I should be doing. Let me talk to a few people. So I talked to guys in my network and they're like, well, you really ought to talk to this guy or that guy. Second and third level of my network got introduced to those guys who were successful business coaches, bought them cups of coffee, literally several of them sat down, learned from them. What's this, what's this thing like? How do you do it? How'd you get here? Because obviously it's working for you. Can I make it work for me? And that's that was how I I kind of I learned about the past so that I could start taking that path and shift from where I was and in the you know government contracting business development world to doing what I do now and helping people pursue their purpose. So who who's the most of who's the type of person or the size or the entrepreneur that gets the most out of working with you? Uh, well, I find my my sweet spot is folks in the outdoor industry because I resonate with them a lot uh, from hunting, fishing, camping, being a soldier, all those things I've done and still do out in the woods. Uh, and in the small business sense, because it's easier for them to adopt and manage their organization. Not to say that that a startup can't or a large, you know, Fortune 500 can't. But the problem you run into in those two ends, you know, startup, they're so focused on how do I get, get money in my bank Cash. account so I put food on the table, right? Corporate is so focused on uh, stockholders and, and, and processes that it's really difficult for them to adopt and change and modify. Not that they can't, either one, but the sweet spot is that small business, you know, 20 people. It really, really is. We're, we're talking about 10 million in revenue because, you know, the, the number of employees varies by, by industry, generally speaking, but it's, it's that they can, they can manage and still shift their operation fairly, fairly quickly and have that, that close knit influence on it. And, you know, and you know, here, here's another way I like to refer to it as the business grows, you shift from, everybody in the business sitting around the kitchen table and being able to do that quick exchange of what's going on, what's going on. And all of a sudden now, now we've got 10 more people on the team. Don't fit around the kitchen table. We might even move to an office 
We're sitting in offices now and conference rooms and things like that. And how do you keep that communication going? How do you keep that flow to where I understand what you're doing? You understand what I'm doing. You know, my strengths and weaknesses and those things. That's where we want our businesses to be in that flow with the team. And that's where we help them do. Right. So talking about tribe and purpose, right. What, what has been the the biggest challenge that you have faced on growing your company uh, and growing your, your, your uh, small group coaching, right? How, what's, what's been the biggest uh, challenge that you're facing with that? Uh, probably the biggest challenge is, is getting the right message in front of the right people. You know, somebody told me years ago is you can't say the wrong thing to the to the right person and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. I don't remember if that was some some marketing guru. Uh, Chris, you probably know that know that phrase really well. But it, it is making sure that what I'm saying, what we're saying when we talk to people resonates with that right people, because if I'm talking in the wrong language, it's not going to do. You know, if I'm speaking German to us, to a Spanish soldier, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. That, that sort of thing. So that's that's one of them. You know, the other one I would say is uh, I mentioned earlier about our small group is shifting from that because I've been I've been doing the one on one stuff for four years now. And quite frankly, I'm at max capacity of one on one and I want to help more people. I want to serve more people. And the only way I can do that is figure out how to I can't I checked. I can't get more time in the day. Uh, so the only way to do it is start building these groups. And I've done, I've done a couple of them and it is an amazing success rate when, when you bring the right people together in those small groups and they work together like that. So Otis, tell me a little bit about those small groups. Are these, are these leaders from the same company that you have a small group or are these leaders from different companies, maybe in the same industry or different industries that you're able to kind of come together and, and, uh, mentor is not the right word, but, you know, kind of coach them all and let them share. The the most powerful ones, believe it or not, are the ones that are, are highly diverse industry-wise and, and people-wise. And, and, and the reason that is, is because they bring a completely different perspective in the problem set. So if I'm, if I'm one of the members and I, and I have, it's, it's my turn to share my problem and I toss my problem out there on the table if I got a bunch of people who have walked the exact same path and in the exact same industry as me, or even even more difficult, if they're in my company and I'm airing the dirty laundry of my bearing company, your soul, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really difficult. So that that's that's I've done some like that, but it's a very different dynamic. It's much better when it's it's organizations, people that have the similar values. They they you know their their value levels is the foundation. And they get along really well because of those values, but they come from different backgrounds and industries. So when when you say, hey, I'm having this problem with personnel and getting this field and doing this and setting up this, you get some guy that's in a completely different industry that says, hmm, have you ever looked at blah, 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 blah? And it's like, what? Wow. Because, you know, I've been doing it in my box, my way, in my industry, and I got somebody who may have no clue about how I run my shop. I've got a welding shop or some sort of manufacturing shop, you know, and they're a human resources uh, staff team, but they see it from a completely different perspective. And some, you know, it's the, it's the adage, you know, my metaphor of, uh, from my Marine friends, 
pounding their head against the wall. And they keep pounding their head against the wall to get through the wall. Good old but, army. Army buddy comes up, taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, man, there's a door right there about six feet to your right. I was going to say, that's all Marines do, though. <laughs> I know. It, it kind of disappoints them when I point that out. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No, none of us are obviously Marines on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah. We've got two two Army and one Air Force. So, you know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit, Otis, about your big, hairy, audacious goal. This is something that we talk about, you know, uh, pretty much every episode, uh, our BHAGs, you know, what is our five to 10 year moonshot? Uh, what is your five to 10 year moonshot? What's your BHAG for tribe and purpose? It is having uh, 10 of those small groups operating. That's a hundred people right there. And you think about that. If I have a hundred people, that's a hundred different organizations that they're touching into that they're becoming better leaders for those hundred organizations and think about just if those organizations just had 10 employees, that's a thousand people right there. And and then the ripple effect of that going back to my purpose and how those better organizations create better communities. That's, that's what I want to do. You know, in the next five years is get 10 of those, we call them power tribes, 10 of those power tribes up and running. And that's a hundred people that we're able to solidify their purpose and they're able to be better leaders for their organizations, for their families, for themselves. That excites me. Well, Otis, thank you so much for, for one, just being very clear on your purpose. And, and I love how that purpose is not so not inwardly focused, but is so externally focused. And to be able to make the communities that that we live in a better place to be every single day. Um, that, that's going to wrap it up for the, the first round, the interview round. But before we hop, hop into our lightning round, let's pause and hear this message from our episode sponsor. Okay, we're back. All right, Otis. So we're gonna we're gonna kick off our lightning round five five rapid fire questions that we've got to answer in a minute or less each. So let let me ask you, what is your favorite hack? Personal hack, business hack. What's something you can share with us? Preparation, setting yourself up. Uh, I I like to set up the week uh, on Sundays so that I have a focus and know what I'm going into. I know what my priorities are. And I know what I want to accomplish that week. Block and tackle, baby. Block and tackle. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, it yeah. sounds exactly like block and attack like on a <laughs> weekly basis. Right. Fundamentals, man. Fundamentals. Yep. If you can do the fundamentals better than anybody else, you will always win. Absolutely. I don't care what sport or what game or life you're in. Do the fundamentals better than anybody else. Love it. So next question. What is the favorite advice that you've ever been given? And bonus, if you can tell us how you applied it just say no. Uh, when I retired from the army, y'all, y'all know, you know, when you're wearing the uniform, you can't say no. Cause you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I retired and took the uniform off, one of the best pieces of advice I got was I could say no. If it, if I didn't like it, if it didn't fit with what my personal desires were, I could say no, I could walk away, face the consequences, but I could say no and not have to worry about going to jail. That that's awesome. What is your superpower? I would say it's it's deep listening and not not in the sense of, yeah, I hear you, but in the sense of understanding what the gap is between the words. What's the inner meaning that that person that I'm listening to 
is telling me. I can hear those. I can hear that tone. I can hear that infliction. I can hear that feeling of frustration, joy, excitement, uh, down and out, you know, whatever that is. I can hear that and help them build on that excitement, build on that success, or how do they overcome that problem set or, or that, that roadblock that is inhibiting them and frustrating them. Nice. All right. We've already talked about this, but just going to ask you again, what gets you out of bed and excited about your business? Yeah, it is. It is creating a legacy of leaders because great leaders, if you think about it, great leaders create those great organizations and great organizations around the world and the communities is going to create better communities and with better communities around the world, we're going to have a better world. And I, I want that for my kids, my grandkids and so on down the line of, of my lineage, as long as it's there and anybody else, I just want things to be better for the people, people behind us coming up. To have the third and fourth order of effect of people that you've influenced yeah. and, and people that you're never going to even meet are going to be touched by you helping their leader, their boss have true, true purpose and, and to have that focus to be able to help out. So right. uh, Otis, how can, how can the ags get in touch with you? How can we support you? How can we reach out and connect with you and, and be part of your tribe? Yeah, well, uh, one of the things you can do, go to tribe-purpose.com. That's our website. Uh, got a lot of information on there. You click the Get Started button, and there's two options that'll pop up. One is schedule a time for a call. You can schedule a time and just chat with me, see if we see if there's, there's some way we can work together and help each other out. And the other option is you sign up for my newsletter. I do a weekly newsletter called Monday Moments. It comes out on Mondays. Uh, it's a great way to kick off your week with a stoic quote and something I learned, business idea, uh, somebody I met. And I just love sharing that that bit of life information with folks so that you can you can have just a little bit more when you step into your week on Monday. When there was something else. Now I forgot when there's something else you asked me. How, how can how can we help you? Oh, yeah. Well, sign up for that newsletter. I love sharing that. Oh, and my and and I do do a podcast uh, uh, with my son, who is also part of the Tribe and Purpose team, Camden, and it's called the Cam and Otis Show. Uh, we had Chris on a couple of months ago. It's it's a lot of fun. We've been doing, boy, we've been doing it for two three years now, and it's just we have some great people on our show and love sharing life's lessons, business lessons. We're getting some really good do this. I did this, this, and this, and this is how I got my business to 25 million in revenue. You know, we had, we've had some guests that were that willing to share that much detail, which is just amazing. When you think about it, we crunched that out in about an hour. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Otis. We really, really appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge with us and uh, with the Aggie entrepreneur uh, community in whole, at a, as a whole. And uh, Aggies, be sure to reach out to Otis and, and get with him if you need help with your business. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that amazing or what? Otis shared some amazing value bombs with us. I know I have a ton that's on my list. What is your favorite, Greg? I've loved how, one, his his business is all built around purpose. And he had a very clear purpose of what he what he does and why he does it 
But coupled with that is that he had a really, really clear avatar or an understanding of who his target audience is or who who are the entrepreneurs, who are the individuals that get the maximum out of working with him. I think that that as I constantly am working with entrepreneurs, the ones that I see that enjoy their company and enjoy working with their clients are the ones that have a very clear understanding of who those clients are. And, and that's that's so easy to say, but sometimes it's really hard to do because then you have to start getting into the economics and how much is this client valuable, how much cash they bring in, but to really focus on the people that he loves serving and then to yes. build a company around pushing them forward. That was super cool. What about you? So I, I agree with that. And I, I want to take that a step further. Right. And uh, he knows his purpose. Right. And, and he knows exactly what he wants to do. So, I mean, I think mm. that that's pretty cool that, that one, he, he knows exactly who he wants to help, but two, that he knows his, his purpose in life. Right. And he figured that out. Mm. I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but mine, what I, I I've got to go with block and tackle, man. You know, I mean, that yeah. is, <laughs> that's my thing. That's the, the drum that I beat uh, is what I live day to day. People cringe at my, my calendar. Literally when I show them my calendar with clients, they're like, Oh my gosh, that is crazy. And that's just because I block and tackle every single minute of the workday, at least. And, and a lot of times outside of the workday, right. I do that every week. I do that every day. I do that sometimes multiple times during the day to make sure that the important stuff is on my calendar. It's, it's, it's scheduled out. And I know that I'm going to do that. So, um, and that's one thing that, that we've heard over and over and over and over and over again from all these successful entrepreneurs is that you have got to block out the important stuff. Right. And so you got to focus on it. You yep. got to focus on it. And it, otherwise, and this was, this was actually stated to me by a friend of mine, a mentor of mine, actually, he is a, my business coach. He says, if, if, if you think of it as like rocks, right. And we talk about rocks, you know, a lot here, you yep. know, from the Rockefeller habits, those are the big things that you've got to accomplish in this next quarter, right. Or the, in, in the next year to achieve your BHAG. But if, if your rocks, if you put them into a, a container and then you pour sand in over top of it, right. Then that sand is going to take up absolutely everything. And then, and what he says, you know, is that your rocks are the big things and then the sand is the little tiny minutia type things that will take up your entire day. And so if you do not block out your rocks, then that sand is going to take over, right? It's completely going to take over. And I think that's just one of the best things, you know, that I've ever heard as far as that goes, blocking and tackling goes. Well, making sure that you do that one thing, the things that's most critical, most important, and making sure that you don't allow any distractions or anything like that. Absolutely. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And we hope that you connect with Otis on LinkedIn, Facebook. Heck, check out his podcast. While you're on the web, Chris and I want to make sure that you connect with us and with Aggie Growth Hacks. Check out our Facebook group and go to aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can listen to the previous podcast episodes and check out our other content. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. 
Join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hacked their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and geek them. Woo!